What's up, people? In this episode of Project Verbatim, we are going to be talking about moving and all of the struggles that come with it. And uh, it's it's not a fun situation to deal with. So if you guys will stick around, we can get right into that. This is Project Verbatim. What's up, folks? Welcome back to another installment of Project Verbatim presented to you by Anchor.com. I am your host, Rodney E. Uh, been uh, been away from the show for about uh, going on about a couple weeks now. Uh, as I stated in my last episode, we're going through the process of moving. So things are going to be kind of, you know, rough as far as getting fresh content up with all the move going on. But I'm glad to finally say that that is behind me. Uh, we just got settled in about a week ago. This is actually my first uh, week off because uh, the last week I pretty much worked, uh, picked up extra, uh, you know, hours just to just to make sure that everything was uh, on the up and up for us, you know, finances go with the move and all of that. But we are finally settled, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm extremely happy about that. Uh, happy about how how everything went for the most part. Uh, it was some some hiccups in the process, but that's that's kind of to be expected with with any move. So, but all in all, I'm pretty uh pretty happy with how things turned out. Um, so that's what I'm pretty much going to spend this uh, episode talking about. So, if you guys would stick around, we can get right into that. So, stay tuned. All right. So as you guys know. Uh, my family and I, we've been in the process of moving. That's been stressful to deal with. Everyone pretty much is is tired beyond belief when it finally was all said and done. So, but again, like I said, we we had you know some a few hiccups. Um, I'm gonna say maybe ninety percent of what we set out to do was done. Thank God. So, um. We're just going to talk about that a little bit. Um, I'm just extremely happy that we finally moved, especially dealing with the issues that we had with that house. It wasn't fun in any stretch of the imagination. And the fun ran out with that house probably a couple months into being there. So from from that point on, all the way up to the conclusion of the uh, the lease, it was pretty much set in stone that we we weren't going to miss that house. So um that was that was probably the hardest part was was finding somewhere else to move but luckily for us uh historically it's it's been hard for us but this go around we found something that was pretty much our speed and what we were looking for considering the needs that we you know we wanted to have met when it came to searching for a new place so it was uh it was it was quite the ordeal um I decided that I was going to move out using my own car. Um, my car is not big at all, but um, it wouldn't be the first time I moved out of my car. When um, I had an apartment a few years back over West Baltimore, more so towards the county, um, I moved from that place to the next place just using my car. But of course, back then, I didn't have... I didn't have kids at the time, so it was a lot less stuff to have to move. Um, we left. I left a few pieces of furniture behind, but it was just stuff I was going to get rid of anyway. So I really 
didn't care too much for that. Um, it was, it was, it was a little different this time because now I'm having to carry, uh, you know, a bunch of, you know, clothes and certain pieces of furniture and, and kids stuff. It was just a lot of stuff that had to move, but, um, I, I pretty much moved so close to where I left. I was literally going maybe two blocks over if that couple maybe probably I would say roughly less than 1500 feet I I would say roughly that number could be wrong but who the hell's gonna go out and measure anyway um yeah so it really wasn't that big of a deal and I I just didn't see the point in 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 getting a truck a u-haul truck because I'm only going like literally right around the corner and the amount of money that I would have spent to buy like to rent one of those trucks it would have been a complete waste because i would have returned that truck within maybe like hours but even the decision to do that kind of came back and bit me a little bit but i'll get into that when it's time to but um for those of you who don't know um I, i i don't drive a fancy car i don't you know have uh what you would consider a modern day vehicle but the car but the car that i do have it's sufficient it's safe it 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 pretty much operates to do what it's supposed to do for for what i paid for it um i'm not going to i'm not going to say exactly what kind of car it is because i don't want people you know out on the street stalking looking for it trying to find me i don't know i'm I'm not that important of a person so i would doubt that anybody would do that but you never know but um it was it was quite an ordeal um we we did exactly what we like i said we set out to do and i was pretty excited with with the outcome once it was all said and done so um but you know we we had we had an issue because i was waiting for uh Matter of fact, the first day we started moving, I was waiting for my father to help assist me in that with just a couple of pieces of big furniture, you know, bedroom set, like two uh two sectionals and you know, some um some some dresser drawers and stuff like that. So uh we we the first day, um I did everything I was I had originally planned to do and I figured well while I was doing that in the process, I could be getting stuff out the house, you know, and, and my father, he would, you know, show up when he got off work. So that was the original plan. Now, unfortunately, that plan didn't go that way, quite honestly. So while we were waiting for my father to, you know, uh, come through with his truck, um, we went back over to the house that we're moving out of. So we had to do a little bit more cleaning. But we couldn't really be thorough enough because, there, like I said, there was still furniture there. So we really couldn't get all the spots we really wanted to. But considering the shape of the shape that we left the house in, I don't think no one should have complained or would have complained about the condition because we cleaned everything that was of importance as far as um, appliances and mopping floors and doing the carpets and stuff like that. And we we did that, and it, it got to a point where time started slipping away, and you know eight o'clock rolled around, and I'm still like like 
asking him like where are you because he said he would you know he would be on his way so i just kind of left it at that and then um you know it like i said it got later and later so i decided i was like all right well let me call my mother to see if she know anything or heard anything if if he's gotten in the house or just at the at the least contacted her so i called her she said no he didn't he didn't um he hadn't reached out back to her because she texted him a few times just, i guess just to see how his day was but um I told her, I said, well, you know, if you hear from him, don't, don't let him forget that, you know, he's supposed to be helping me out. Like I'm, I was due to give this lady her keys the very next morning. And I didn't want to be, you know, around there, like with stuff still in the house come that morning, because who knows she, she could have came like really, really early in the morning and did a, you know, her own private walkthrough before she had the scheduled time with me. Uh, the original scheduled time to meet me was around uh, 8 p.m. in the morning. Like, I don't know. She could have showed up at 6.30, 7 o'clock for all I knew and saw my stuff was still in there. And that would have thrown everything off. But um, back to what I was saying, he, it like time starts slipping away. And, and this is the point where I started to get frustrated because I had, I had given him enough warning, enough, like in enough time where there's no reason why this should have been it should have went down the way that it did. Like I, I told him, you know, a few times every week leading up to the day I was moving, which was on May the 1st. So the time got away and then he called me and said, man, can we, can we do this tomorrow? And I'm like, dude, I, I, I knew for a fact that I gave you enough warning, enough time, enough information to let you know that this had to happen today. I told him like this cannot happen any other day but today because I run the risk of running into her still trying to move my stuff out of my house when I agreed to be gone by a certain date. So me and him we 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 got into it and it wasn't now I don't I, I'm I don't disrespect my parents in any manner but I was genuinely upset because it's like now you're putting me in a bad situation when I did exactly what you asked me to do far as giving you enough notice to do these things it wasn't like I was asking him to move a bunch of clothes or anything like that. it was literally a few pieces of furniture which would have only taken two three trips if that but I live so close around the corner. The commute isn't even like we don't have to, we have to cross a main road. But the, how we cross it, if we leave out one block and that block runs right into the parking lot of this new place. That was pretty much it. That's how close we were. Like you would not have even even burned the slightest bit of gas just taking that little trip. So that night kind of I was upset. I was I was really upset. Like I said, I got into it with my father because I felt like you you made a commitment to me and you did not adhere to that and then you turn around and make try to make me feel bad for making sure you didn't forget to do that i was not like i i didn't want like i said i didn't want to play those kind of games like i wanted to be done over with stick to my schedule because i'm not just thinking about myself i'm thinking about the kids you know are they going to be comfortable where are they going to sleep and I didn't want to run the risk of having to unpack something and go back to the house just so they can have somewhere decent to sleep. I didn't want to do that. 
and it ended up happening that way anyway, which was really setting me off because I don't care where I sleep. I could have slept on the floor. It wouldn't have bothered me as much as knowing that my kids would have been on the floor like that. I cannot have that. I didn't want that to happen. So long story short, he ended up uh, saying, well, can we can we do it in the morning? So at this point, I'm already frustrated. I'm already tired. I just wanted that day to be over with. So <clears throat> we decided we was going to meet up at 6 a.m. the next day or at the old house so we can finish taking the stuff out. Um, so the next morning came to my surprise, he was, he was up and ready. So, um, but by the time I contacted him, it took him maybe 20 minutes to get there. So, uh, 20 minute, well, within the 20 minute time that I was waiting for him to show up, there was a issue that I had far as getting my bed downstairs. Um, the way this house was set up, everything was just, it was, everything was so tight. Like I had to take the banister off you know, on my own to be able to get my box spring down the stairs. I have a, a queen size bed, which is, doesn't sound like it's that big compared to like a king, but it's, it was big enough to restrict this, this space where the bed would have probably gotten wedged up against the wall or risk putting a hole in the wall. So I said, well, all right, well, while I'm waiting for him, I can at least take this banister off and, you know, try to get it downstairs, which successfully I did do without causing any damages. Now, by the time um, he showed up, I had already gotten like two of the other dresses down the stairs. Like it was just two long ones up there left and like uh, equipped like the um, the rails for my bed. So I um, I managed to get all that stuff down there while while I was waiting for them to show up. So when I got there, the majority of what I needed to come downstairs had already come downstairs. So that was a plus on my end instead of, you know, just standing around doing nothing. I could be productive and at least get the ball rolling on moving the stuff. So it's in, you know, prime position for when, when they show up, because now I'm working against the clock. I do not want to, I didn't want to run into this lady whatsoever, especially not since I was still moving stuff. So I knew what our time, original time schedule was to meet up at the house. So I was everything I, I was trying to keep to that as much as I possibly could, which thankfully we finished maybe 20 minutes before she showed up. This is where it gets interesting yet annoying because um, once I was finally done with uh, my father and them, uh, I had the stuff in the house. I, I sat down for a minute because I was still tired from, you know, all of the days of moving. And quite honestly i just kind of started feeling better like physically maybe like a couple days ago because i was just i was just so out of it um and not even just physically like mentally i was kind of out of it too so i was kind of tired and and just thinking about the next move as far as the money go finances how to set everything up so that we don't ever run into no problem of like being behind on bills for one reason or the other but um uh after that process was over, um, she uh, sent me a text saying she was on her way to the house. I said, okay, me too. Now, knowing how close I am, it wouldn't take me but I, less than 30 seconds to get to that house. But I didn't show up to the house until 8.30. Now, again, the time was scheduled for it to be 8 o'clock. But I did myself the the courtesy of staying 
in the house a little bit longer just so because I figured she was going to do a walkthrough by herself anyway. So I was just giving her that time so she could do the walkthrough. So I get there and meet up with her. Um, we we soon as she she doesn't say hi, she didn't doesn't do any of that. First thing that comes out of her mouth was, "What happened in the basement?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "Over by the utility side." And I was like, "Nothing. What's what's the problem?" She was like, "Whatever. I'll just show you." So I said, "Okay." So we go down there, and uh, she was talking about over where the utility sink would be, but right beside that, there is a sub pump in the basement. So, I mean, anybody who who's somewhat familiar with plumbing knows what a sub pump is for. And it basically helps keep water from, you know, flooding your, your basement when it comes to maybe torrential downpours or something gets backed up. It, it kind of helps counteract that. But this one instance, the sub pump, it was raining so hard one time that the sub pump just couldn't keep up and it kind of flooded the, the back portion of where the sub pump was kind of, it wasn't, it didn't cause damage. It didn't cause mold. It didn't destroy any appliances. It didn't mess up nothing. She was literally complaining because the little, the little carpet she had over there was wet from when it rained like really hard one time. So she could tell that it had been wet at some point. And I, and I just simply said, I was like, well, it, it did rain hard once. Like it didn't flood the basement. And she was like, well, why didn't you tell me? I was like, why? I, I'm not going to tell you everything that happens in this house. Like that was under control. Like if it was anything serious, I would have said something, but it wasn't. So I just, I was just being nice. I was like, so, so what are you going to do? You want me to take it out or something? She was saying, she going to say, uh, no, well, because I'm hiring a cleaning crew to come in here anyway. So don't worry about it. I said, all right, fine. Cool. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, why did you even go through the trouble even saying that if that's what you was going to do? Like, that makes no sense. You're like, you're wasting time at this point. So through this entire walkthrough, she said nothing else. Like, if there was something wrong, she didn't say it. So I'm thinking, all right, well, everything is everything. So I'm, I'm just, you know, I gave her her keys to her place. I left and I hadn't heard from her since. And I honestly wasn't looking to hear from her whatsoever. Like I had no reason to want to hear from her until earlier this week. I get an email from her. Exactly one week later, around 8.15 at night, I get an email from her. To further explain to you exactly what it was that kind of set me off about this whole situation. I'm a pretty much read the, the email verbatim shouts out to the show. I'm going to read exactly what it is that she sent me and why it kind of set me off because this was just, it, it, like I said, it's eight o'clock at night and, and this is, she sounded like she was literally upset. So, but anyway, this is exactly what the email read Rodney do you know what caused the dryer to start making noise I'm gonna stop right there the dryer that she had was a dryer that sits on a table it's a mini dryer the reason it's a mini dryer is because how this house is constructed her the stairwell to the basement is so small that you would not be able to fit a full-size dryer wash machine or anything like that down
kind of <clears throat> set me off because it's like, what are you complaining about? Like, are you serious? You're really going to bring this stuff up. And in fact, she did. So I, I kept it. I, I didn't say anything back to her because as far as this email, I didn't respond to her because I'm like, you didn't do any of this stuff. So, and what do we have to talk about? If it was really that big of an issue, you would just take it out of the security deposit. That's what security deposits are for. Fix anything that may be wrong with the house upon a, a, a resident leaving. But she, this is her poking her chest out again. So I just said, you know, I'm not even going to dignify her with a response. So I just left it at that. Um, and she says, uh, there's two, there's two sets of blinds in the house that needed to be, you know, repaired before you left, which was one, uh, blind in the kitchen, uh, above the sink, which was very small. And it was like a, a plastic piece that came off the bottom of it. So it kind of looked a little funky. So I didn't worry about that. And one of the blinds in the sunroom where the kids were playing, they kind of broke it. I said, I'm not worried about that neither because that's, that's small cosmetic stuff. If she wanted to get fixed. else more we need to talk about when it comes down to that so and and again it, it just set me off because usually she start her emails off with a greeting or or good afternoon or good morning you know and then my name follows she didn't do any of that she just straight up said rodney as if she was like my mother or something like first of all i don't i don't play that you're not gonna talk to me like i'm your kid or, or your child or something like that and to my knowledge i don't even think she have any children so her, her little attitude she can really go somewhere with that
because I'm not for that. Like, that's the type of disrespect that I just cannot tolerate. Especially, I don't know you like that. Like, you really not going to talk to me any kind of way. I, I don't care who you are. <clears throat> so, that was the issue that I had to deal with for, with her as far as this past week. And, like I said, I've moved out of that place. The security deposit was to cover that. My security deposit, by default, is what I chose to pay was $1,200. The rent was $1,200. That's what I paid. And then when I moved in, I decided, all right, well, I'm going um, I'm to I'm get ahead of the curve. So when I moved in, I could have just given her the first month's rent and the security deposit. But I decided, no, I'm going to just give her two months rent and a security deposit, which was $3,600, I believe it was. So I, I, that, I pretty much did that, you know, trying to, in good faith, like I don't, I don't believe that you would even assume that, like that you could even talk to me that kind of way. Like we've never had that kind of relationship on a personal level where you could even confuse me with somebody else by talking to me like that. Never. That's just not gonna happen. So, like I said, I'm I still haven't gotten the security deposit. It's only been a week, so I don't really expect for it to come out just yet. But I expect it to be, you know. Oh, so it should be okay because again, there was nothing really wrong with the house. Like all of this shit that she's talking about could have been like, you could have ignored it and te- dealt with it yourself instead of you coming out of your mouth and saying something to me as if you're saying it to say, well, you got to come back around here to do it. Like if because if that's what she thinks, she's all the way wrong. So yeah, she she can kick she can kiss, you know what when it comes to that because that's just not gonna go down. I don't think nobody in the history of moving ever has heard from that landlord a week later and told them or said something like that and expect them to do something about it. Like, that's just stupid. So we're a week into being at the new place. Uh, Everybody's pretty, you know, happy with their new living arrangement. Um, Especially me not having to deal with the rent that I was paying over there. That was kind of, I mean, it was manageable, but I would much rather pay a little less than that and have that money be flexed out into other bills and, and stuff like that. And I'm getting for for the amount of money that I'm that I'm paying, which is less than the other place. Um, I have more space. Um, everybody's really not up on top of each other. Uh, my son, he can't play on steps anymore, which I'm extremely happy about because you, you would have think him and the steps were best friends, how much time he spent on those steps. So I don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, the kids, they gained a little clubhouse in the kitchen is because it's just that much cabin space. They have their little clubhouse where, you know, we dedicated uh, one cabinet unit to them where they can kind of get in and get out of it. Kind of like how uh, Randy was on the Christmas story. You know, he had his little hiding spot. They pretty much same concept, except, you know, they're not wearing sweaters. But uh, they um, they're pretty, pretty happy. Their room is a lot bigger than what it was. They have way more closet space. My room's a lot bigger than what it was. Walk in closet. Um, one of the closets in the house I've actually converted into a uh, office slash studio, which is what I'm currently recording in right now. So. I have to go back and listen and check the audio to see how it sounds because you, you really don't know until you listen to something live what it sounds like, uh, especially me sitting here wearing these earphones. And you really 
I really can't hear much of anything that's going on around me. So, but yeah, um, my living room is a lot bigger. Uh, it's just set up more my speed. Now, the only drawback is we, instead of us having, uh, one and a half bath, now we just have one, but it's okay because, you know, it's, it's not really that big of an issue. I, I don't think, unless we have like a, like a house warm and like a party or something. And then everybody has to, for some reason, go to the bathroom at the same time, then it's going to be a problem. But I just don't see that happening. Um, we have a laundry facility on site, uh, uh, private, uh, secured entrance, uh, uh, intercom system, uh, uh, private parking, you know, it has its own park, which the kids will probably never go to because they have their own park that they go to not, not too far away from where we live. And it's basically whatever it is that you would imagine a park to be for a kid. This is that times 10. Like it's literally a, a outdoor mini playland for the children. Like it's, it's so much stuff for them to do at that park. It's just ridiculous. Like if, if I was a kid and I, I found this park, I would never go to not another park ever. Like I would walk to this park if I had to, like, and I, I grew up predominantly on the east side of town. So in my mind, this wouldn't have been out of reach because if I knew it was on my side of town, I would have tried to have gotten to it to at some point. So, but yeah, they're, um, they're, they're pretty, pretty happy with how, you know, the house, you know, feels at this point. Like I said, no one's on top of each other. Everybody has their own space. Like I said, big walk-in closets, you know, kitchen is bigger, refrigerator is bigger, just I I think it it it'll suit us better. Uh, now, once we start uh, getting uh, maybe upgrading some of the furniture and you know hanging pictures and stuff like that, then it'll start to feel like like homey homey. Not to say that it doesn't right now, but I mean I guess you get what I'm getting at. Like when you want to put your own touch on something, that's when it starts to you know feel like it it's it's yours. It belongs. So we, we've been uh, pretty happy. Like I said, I don't, I don't have any, um, ill, ill feelings towards where we are right now. And it just hopefully, uh, that, that stays up because you really don't know what your, the, the new place is capable of until you get seasons. Uh, when it, when it gets cold outside, is there any rodents trying to make their way in? When it's warm outside, is there any insects trying to make their way into your house to search for food? Especially with us living on the ground level, you you really want to be careful, you know, with that type of stuff. Um, but I mean, I I like the house. I mean, it's it's pretty much my speed. You know, the condo is 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 ours, to to say the least. So I'm pretty pretty excited about it. Um. I just wish I would have found this place probably like a year earlier because then I could have saved myself the trouble of shoveling out the kind of money that I did for that house. And I wasn't even getting a full like experience of that with that house. The potential of that house was just so great, but it was just like the landlord is like she's the janky part of it all that would kind of. Like if I could review it and and possibly stop people from moving in, I certainly would because that that issue with the mice was almost it was out of hand like and and, and this is the god honest truth on one night i caught seven mice now i wasn't using traditional 
you know, sticky traps or the snap traps and none of that stuff. I was using uh, something that I engineered myself and it worked like a charm. And it it's basically a lot of patience. Now, I'm not going to say what it was that I did or how I did it, because like if I decide I want to make this like a real like invention or something like that, I want to be able to present it to market and, and no one say that they, you know, they took it. Because I foolishly, you know, said what it was or how I did it. And then somebody can hear this and then cash in on it. I'm not doing that. Like, if anybody's going to make money off of something that I came up with, it's going to be me and my family. That's that's how it's going to go. But um, this house is pretty much what I expected it to be. Um, my commute to work is pretty much the same. Really didn't change much. The only difference is I don't have to go down a residential street to get to the main road. Now I'm literally living on that main road. So when I leave my house in the morning, all I got to do is jump on, you know, the highway and, and I'm at work in like 10 minutes. Uh, last year, uh, I would have, I mean, not last year, the year before last, it would have taken me at least 45 minutes or so to get to work because I lived on the west side of town in the county. None of my stores are on that side of town. None of my stores are on. Well, they are on this. They're more on this side of town than when I lived over west. Um, most of my stores now are down in the downtown Baltimore area, uh, with the exception of one of them, which is uh, Dundalk, I want to say. But um, it's uh, it 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 hasn't been a bad experience as of yet. Like I said, you really don't know until you get those seasons to see, you know, what the house is capable of, what is, you know, what it, what it's up to. Oh, and another thing, um, the place comes with its own security alarm, like its own security system. Now, most places I know don't really do that because I guess they expect, you know, if, if people want it, they'll, they'll buy it themselves. But I feel like if you're going to, if you're going to give it to me, that service to me for free, then hell yeah, I'm going to take it. Cause that's just another thing I don't have to pay for, and it gives me, you know, the peace of mind of security for the house. So that's pretty much, you know, the the living situation in a nutshell. Like, no one's had any complaints yet. So, and the stove, the stove here is it's a whirlpool. It's probably the fastest heating stove I think I've ever had. And the way the eyes and, and the grates are set up on it is like no matter what shape your pot is in, it makes it sit flat perfectly on this 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 stove for like even heat distrib- distribution. So it's a it's it's a nice house. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm pretty happy. I know I've said it like a hundred times, but I'm just glad that the situation is over with because the process of moving it is not fun. I don't care if you have your favorite cousin with you. Just the fact that you have to lift stuff, move stuff, clean stuff, move this there. Don't do that. Do it's just a lot on you mentally, and that I, I don't I, I don't need anything else more. You know that's gonna cause a, a an internal you know mental struggle. Like I, I'm good in that department. Like I just at this point I just kind of want to relax, which I think I did for the most part this past week. So, um, it's, it's been, it's been real. Um, now that the move is over with, I'm going to try to get, uh, episode out at least, you know, uh, once a week, then back to my normal schedule, because actually I took down a couple episodes because I just didn't like the sound quality to them. 
Now, maybe in the future, I may revisit those those episodes, topics, and just give you a fresher take on it, but it'll still be the same topic nonetheless. So, but um, like I said, that my goal is to get everything back intact as far as uh, posting new content every week. Uh, I, I do appreciate you guys uh, for the people that do listen, that stick around and, and give the show a shot. It may not be a traditional content that you're looking for, but I'm just giving you stories about me, my real life, my real situation, stuff that I have to you know deal with on a daily basis. It's more so reality. I'm not looking for uh, any laughs or anything like that. It's just something to to listen to, give you my life in audio form, basically. Um, I would like to try to have, uh, more of my friends, you know, come on to the show and, and just basically we, we just have conversations, talk about whatever it is that, that may happen to pop up at the time. So, but, you know, and with getting that stuff to happen, you know, people's schedules have to, you know, match up in order for that to happen. So, um, in the meantime, this is, it's me. Okay. So, (laughs) As long as there's breath in my body, I'll continue to supply the show with content that I think people may want to hear. Um, I will be introducing new segments to the show, uh, maybe probably starting next week. Um, I'm I'm going to cover if if I can help it at all. I'm going to cover just small you know pieces of news that's happening around the city. And trust me, a lot of what's happening around the city is pretty, pretty uh noteworthy so i'll I'll touch into that um i'm gonna start doing uh maybe a few couple segments i'm gonna post you know uh trivia questions on uh our social following so that you guys can participate with that kind of kind of help you connect with me in the show in a in a more personal kind of way um if you guys have any suggestions for the show's topics you can always uh check us out on all of our uh social media platforms all of that information you know i'll i'll have that stuff posted in in the uh the episodes at the end of it um i'm not going to go through the trouble of saying it every single time because that's it gets repetitive after a while so um but it'll be in every single episode so that no one forgets what the what the handles are so i'll i'll make sure everything stays uh you know accessible to you guys so please don't Please don't hesitate to support the show if you like the content. Just keep it, you know, just to keep you uh, focused at work or whatever it is that you may be doing during the day. Like I have I have a a, a job where I, I tend to don't want to hear anything else. Like I just maybe want to find like a good podcast to listen to because it's not always about music for me like sometimes music just kind of you don't want to hear that all the time so i know podcast is usually that the avenue that i take there's there's a couple that i listen to i'm not going to shout them out because i don't want to give publicity to another show that especially considering mine don't have all the clout yet so i'm not going to commit <laughs> that kind of a, a suicide if you will so i'm going to keep uh I'm going to keep the episodes short and sweet as much as I possibly can. If there's a demand for longer episodes, then of course I'll go with that. But for the time being, I think I'm going to, um, I'm going to end this one here. Uh, so I, I want to thank you guys for tuning in again to another episode of project verbatim. Again, we'll be back next week with new content, new topics, new stories. So with that being said, I want to thank you all for tuning in to a project verbatim. Thanks.
What's up, y'all? I just want to be sure that everybody follow us on Twitter at Verbatim Audio 88, on Facebook at Verbatim Pod, and on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash Verbatim Audio 88. And just so that you guys can stay up on the latest content and episodes that we release, uh, we're, we're trying to get everybody to uh, please like the show, follow us, uh, the show will be nothing without a solid fan base following so if you guys can make that happen for us i promise you we're going to keep the content rolling to help you get through your day thanks peace